Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, how do you like your beef? Serve cold and cut. <laughs> really beautiful, nice. A beautiful new jingle for the show. I loved it. Really good. And this is a fun one today. Have the brilliant Ruth Husko, uh, Ruth Huskisson, uh, aka Dank Ackroyd, on the show. If you don't already follow her on at least one of your social media platforms, then you really, really should. She's just brilliant. She's absolutely fantastic. Very funny. Before we get to chatting to Ruth, if you'd like to send a beef in, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Of course, the the hotline number. Whoa. Get your pen and paper ready is 0208-123-3272. And please ask the bill payer for permission before you call the hotline. Absolutely right. And uh, there's a world exclusive in today's episode. We have the first ever hotline beef. So oh. the hotline does work. Yeah. It's, it's working well. well. Yeah. 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 Do you know, we, 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 I'm really happy with the way it's gone. It's great. In fact, actually, maybe in the outro, we've got a little bit more of a treat from the hotline. Well, I'm not saying anything. Just wait and see. Uh, yeah. Also, as well, if you're going to be at the Latitude Festival uh, this weekend, we are also going to be there. We're going to be doing our show on Saturday night at the Listening Post. And our guests are going to be the brilliant Ray Badron and the wonderful Laura Smith. Two fantastic guests. We've never had them on the podcast before. We're really excited about seeing them. And festival recordings for the podcast, they can, they can go one or two ways. And we've had some great times at Latitude because Pappy's fans have flocked to come and see us. So if you're going to be there Saturday night at the listing post, that's where we're going to be. I think it's 8 p.m. Yeah, but I uh, we right, will yeah. we, we will stick it on the um we'll stick it on the socials and everything before they can go we go one of uh, two ways. Absolutely brilliant or that time we did it at Green Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. Exactly what I was thinking of. It's a long way to go to die in your ass for 90 minutes, isn't oh, it? In the but, gold um, of the but latitude is fun. Yeah, latitude's always uh, fun. Yeah, We'd love to see you there. And do come time. up and say hello. We'd love to see you know if you're if you're a listener, do come up and say hello. If you see us bowling around the site, that'd be lovely to see you. Bowling and, uh, is the absolute word. Bowling Can't around wait the site. To have a good old bowl around latitude. Mm great very exciting we're delighted to be back um and we're absolutely delighted to have our wonderful guest ruth huskisson so uh please welcome her by standing up charging your glasses and listening to this episode of pat meets flat share beef Beef brothers Brothers cold Cold cuts how do you like your beef cold and cut well if you've got a problem don't call it a problem if you've got a problem call it a beef if you've got a beef Oh, by the way, what do you want to be called on this? Is Tom? Ruth all right? I mean, yeah, right, so it's Tom, Tom, Ben, Tom, Ben, Ruth. Is, is Ruth okay? Yeah, Ruth's perfect. That's my name. Right. It's your name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is good. It's your name. Can I, can I call you my gorgeous, healthy boys? Of course you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. Great. Ah, no, the only reason is because obviously I, I, I think of you as Husko. I think, yeah. you know, that's because I was, that's how I was introduced to you as Husko. Uh, or as Dan Catcroyd. but um, any of those it, are fine. But you can go Ruth or Husker. I think because Dan Catcroyd is confusing, but it's such a good name. I don't want to get rid of it. 
do people ever call you dank do people ever go are you dank on Twitter they do, or they'll say, they've gone up to people and say, oh, you know Dan Aykroyd, don't you? Yeah, so do, and I, do, I wish it was my name, because it's so good. Do you feel like there's a situation where you might go to the deed poll and uh, and do it, for, do it for realsies? I think I'd keep my surname, because the surname's really good. Huskisson's a great surname. Yeah. Maybe I'll good. just become Dank Huskisson. Ruth's pretty, Ruth's all right as well, though, isn't it? Ruth's... Ruth's like fine, it. I'd say. Ruth's fine, but let me, let me tell oh, you this. What a compliment, early doors from Parry. You know, he doesn't yeah. just say this to all our guests. Your name is fine. It is. We're so, you know, coming from someone else with a fine name. Like, no one's going, oh, what have you called a Ruth? Oh, beautiful. Like, everyone's going, oh, no, oh, fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, this is the thing about the name Ruth. <laughs> I told you made it much better, actually. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but, maybe but maybe explain less. In the future. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with you, Tom. Like, but what I say about the name Ruth is right. I didn't really think much about it until I saw an episode of Fraser where he, he's getting a bodyguard, and, and it, she turns out to be a female, and her name's like Shelley or something. And he was like, "I didn't expect a Shelley. I expected like I don't know a uh, a Chris or a Ruth. Like it was right. a really butch name." Wow. And I don't okay. Yeah. What about Fraser? That? You. Absolute hound. Fraser. That's a bad. I, I, I'm not as bad as Fraser in this. I said Ruth was fine. <laughs> no, fine. I mean, what Fraser said, you can't say that anymore, can you? You can't make these, and and, no. and the world's poorer for it. You can you can quote you can quote him, but you can't be said to have that as an original thought. That's not. It's in just, these not days, on. he'd be locked up when he'd be in woke prison for that. In woke Absolutely. prison, yeah. He'd be he'd be cancelled. Who oh. are the other? Who are the other famous Ruths? I mean, Ruth, Ruth Maddock. Maddock. Ruth Maddock is the first one that pops into my head from Heidi High, of course. Oh. Uh, sadly missed. Um, um, Ruth, Ruth Shearsmith, the um, inside number nine. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ruth Shearsmith, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm just typing Ruth into, um, into uh, Google here to see which names are popping it's up. Always, uh, always the start of a good night if you're doing always that. Always a good know. start if you're typing the word Ruth into Google. <laughs> normally when... Normally when I... <laughs> Well, I've got the house to myself. I'm normally talking Ruth into Google. Uh, Ruth Madoff, Bernie Madoff's wife, of course. We all remember her. Mm. <laughs> I just got to, I was, anyway, listen, there's plenty of, plenty of good Ruths. I don't think it's necessarily a butch name. We'll call you Ruth. Uh, I think we've got off to a great, a, a flying start there. We'll call you Ruth. And Ruth, now that you're here, I've got to ask you, Ruth. Um, don't keep saying it, no. <laughs> Why not? Listen, I don't, I, the thing about Ruth is it's a you know like the phrase that's my name don't wear it out it can't be worn out that's how hardy the name Ruth is yeah. <laughs> true and, and, and Kelsey Grammer will back me up on that uh, <laughs> absolutely sturdy beefy sturdy beefy like Chris with a K um, yeah so so listen I, I know because you, you, you told me this before we, before we started the recording you don't currently live with anybody but you must have been in flat shows in the past. What kind of a person are you to live with? Mm. I would say I am a um, very reliable flatmate. So I'm not very exciting. You won't find me. I, I, I don't really like doing that thing of like hanging out in the kitchen, cooking together, like making small talk or like having having like a big late night party. I don't really do stuff like that. But we'll never run out of fabric conditioner. We'll always have kitchen tailing. I am oh. reliable with those sorts of things. Uh, also, I'm a real morning person, which can be Ooh. grating for some people. 
Um, I really, I like to get up early. I like to run around. There's a lot of messing around, a lot of jumping around, singing, dancing. I never get up in a bad mood. Whoa, uh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've spent a few few months, you've met me a few times over the few months. I think you can find the energy that I bring to an event translates well to the morning, even though every time we've met, it's been night and I've been shit-faced. <laughs> quite, quite a night-time person as well, from my experience. So. I'm an all-dayer, and sometimes the nights have gone into the morning. Yeah, I have energy. In terms of your morning soundtrack, in terms of like singing around the place and dancing, have you got any kind of go-to, like, in terms of your morning soundtracks, what songs recur in the mornings for you? Um, oh, it can be anything really. I usually put six music on, but um, there might just be like a Tom Jones, Six Bomb, Six Bomb. Right. And if I've got something, if I've got something to do that day, like I don't know, like. Uh, I saw some I, like, I stayed in a spa the other day and there were some guys playing golf on the green and I sang playing golf playing golf guys playing golf you know what I mean you just you find the event and you just yeah. work it into the uh, into the melody that song's suitable for any any event I've always <laughs> rest in peace rest in peace nan rest in peace it's, like, yeah. it's just adapts to any situation that's, that's a different kind of morning person by the way yeah. oh yeah sorry I misunderstood uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that I just make a song out of anything, really. Yeah, or like chipper uh, in the mornings, stocking up the kitchen, and yet doesn't want to do communal chat. It's not yeah, ideal. God, just, <laughs> what, it, I, I was, I was gonna say like I am very respectful of other people's space as well. I'm very uh, considerate of, of other people, not wanting to sort of bother them and stuff. Um, You'll reduce your volume on Sex Bomb as you get closer to I can't get my head around this at all. Are you wearing headphones? I can't understand that you're running into rooms singing at someone and that is respectful to their space. And also you're like, like, whoa, 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 don't talk to me. I'm singing at you. (laughs) This is a one-way street. I don't run into their rooms, but if they're up and I'm up and they, but they might have just, they might get out of bed at 10. I've been up since three and I'm just, you know, <laughs> running around Six and around the place. Cause that's the other thing. I don't sleep very well. So sometimes I'll, I can't wait to get up. I can't wait to get up and see what's going on. So I'll try, I'll be, you know, respectful in the morning. That's why why do you think I live on my bloody own? Do you know what I mean? You're saying, <laughs> so I can run around to my heart's content. Um, but, but, but generally I'm respectful and I'm very reliable and I'm lots of fun and goodness me if I haven't just described the perfect flatmate which is me yeah I really have yeah so I've got to, I've got to ask are you looking yeah, I've got to ask the question someone? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need no. to rent out that spare room <laughs> definitely not I love living on my own some people don't like it but I couldn't imagine anything worse I can't imagine living with someone now they've done my own so long <laughs> so I mean you all live with you all live with people don't you you're all looking yeah, at me yeah. No, no, that's, it's interesting to meet someone from the other side of the fence, you know. It's nice to see that that, that, that is somebody's, somebody's attitude. I mean, there, there must be plenty of people out there who love, who love living on their own. I mean, Freddie yeah. Mercury famously hated it. <laughs> he wrote a song about how much he hated it. Wasn't that a song about a guy living with a monkey? Are we still talking about sex, Bob? <laughs> I don't, did he live with a monkey in there? I've got no time for no monkey business. Oh, oh okay. that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's got and no I time for monkey business. So you think he's, he's living with a monkey? And the, he's and struggling. The, the monkey's sort of playing up, sending facts all the, all the way through the night, that kind of stuff. And well, mostly throwing shit against the wall as well. 
that's that's real monkey business yeah but what is it what is it you love so much about living on your own then um you don't have to uh, if, if you if you want to be on your own you can be if you're living with someone and you just kind of want a bit of your own space you've, you've always got someone there and you're always mindful of when they're going to come back you know if they go to work when they come back and I just like to have more room for activities lots of space to run around and you know the appeal is tremendous I mean when you, you, you put something down and you, you know it's going to be there when you come back right yeah. that's it end of case closed and that's your decision to leave something there you're like that's that's fine where it no is. No one's going to ask you why you left it there. No, yeah. Exactly. It's because I want it there, actually. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason I left it there. <laughs> <laughs> If it's been moved, it's because the monkey moved it. That's the reason. <laughs> no time for this monkey business. Um, I'm sold. I think you're living the dream. I think so. I love it. I think it's great. Are you ever tempted to go full big? Like, if I lived on my own, I'd go full... I'd have pinball machine and, you know, lots of... Trampoline. space. Yeah. <laughs> You'd I'd be rich. Go f- <laughs> it's basically what's happening. <laughs> I'd have a good job. I'd have a pen... <laughs> a sort of... A, a huge New York apartment. If you... Listen, if you end up living on your own, you would be the first scene of Big when he arrives in New York and he's in that... He's in that motel where people are getting murdered next door and he's crying. <laughs> Except it won't even be New York, it'll be Exeter. (laughs) Plymouth. (laughs) Free range beef, a fair beef from Ethan via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch, use email. I will find it. Dear Pappy Peeps and esteemed guest, Ruth. The single most unsubtle affair has started in my office. The morals of this I couldn't care less about. They're both adults, although one has been a card-carrying adult for about a decade longer than the other. And I certainly know the male party... (laughs) What I like about this is there's no judgment in the uh, the message at all. No judgment. judgment. I'm just going to say this. Just going to put this one little tip in. Bit of bit of colour, bit of decoration for you. No judgment, but plenty of plenty of detail. Bit of decoration. And I certainly know the male party involved has been in a loveless and doomed relationship for several years now, held together, however misguidedly, for the sake of their kid. Well, I'm glad we've got off to a flyer on this comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. It's got heavy pretty soon, hasn't it? What I and the rest of my colleagues are sickened by, however... Is watching the terrible amateur dramatic performances Sickened. every single day as they either pretend not to have come in together oh, or the cack handed way they try and hand over front door keys without arousing suspicion. Oh, man. We're also not supposed to question why she has suddenly started bringing lunch in for him every day, including several meals ahead of time if he's going to be working from home. But what is most unsettling for many of us... Can we, can, we, can we put a pause in this for one second? Just very, very quickly. Please. Now, please. I've, I've... Yeah, just through a bit of... A bit of just, just a sore way to clear the palate. Just some respite. I've, I've never had an affair. An affair. Right. I've never had an affair. Sounds please like the it. kind of thing someone having an affair with. <laughs> it really does. So it really does. But, but I can this, see you palming that key off to Tom, by the way. Palming off that parmesan I've made for you. <laughs> <laughs> is part of having an affair 
preparing packed lunches for each other. I, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this detail before. I, I've never like, wanted an affair more in my life. <laughs> 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 I was very happy up until now. But. <laughs> now you say that, though, what's in the packed lunches? Is it a dildo? Is, is it a dildo? It so thinking saucy. It. Is it saucy We're all snaps? thinking it. That's a very long lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> What's in that baguette? That's, that's, that's not a subway. You could fit a dildo in a thermos, absolutely. You definitely <laughs> I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking sexy. That's the first thing. I just think, oh, they're, they're, they're shagging, aren't they? So is it just full of condoms? And, you know, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. A Tupperware full of Johnny's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flask full of lube. Um, especially when he's working from home, that's thrown me because surely... The biggest way to arouse suspicion is if you go back to your wife and family with three days' worth of lunches that someone's made up for you. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And one of them's a massive dealer. Like, one of them's, like... <laughs> one of them's an eight-inch double-ender in a bap. Why is your lunch like, vibrating oh, so I'm much? I'm some kind of... I'm on some kind of new diet or something. You, you don't want you don't want to come downstairs and find your ten year old chewing on a dildo, thinking it's a yo yo. You know, I think it's one of those uh, mango yo yo. That's the last thing you want, actually. It's the last thing you want. They're going a bit chewier than the last one you bought me. You know, gnawing away at the end of it. That's the last thing you want in your life. It is the last thing. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Tom. Carry on with the message. I mean, it's going to get worse, probably. But what is most unsettling for many of us? is catching them pretending they haven't snuck off for a snog. The number of times people have been to the stockroom and found them pretending to search random shelves despite having no reason to ever go in there. Oh, here's my dildo. (laughs) It was up your ass. Where is that dildo I photocopied? Where is that massive dildo? How do we collectively signal we know you're shit at hiding things, just get on with it, without confronting them, as I'm sure he would be absolutely mortified. Yours, feeling like a youth club worker on disco night, <laughs> acting as fingering police. <laughs> oh dear. There's no need for that, Ethan. Ethan, you've There's let yourself down. There's no need for down. any of this, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ruth, you've got a you've got a, a proper job that you occasionally go into an office for, right? Is yeah, that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you having an affair with a man ten years older than you? These <laughs> pack lunches too. Uh, well, I'd have a bloody job on because there's only about three people in the office left now. The Midlands people are redundant. Sorry to bring it down, but they don't have a bloody <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Bizarrely, that that brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, no, so, so, but I mean, I'm guessing like most offices, they've probably got, you know, we have cameras in our office to see people going in and out, and I'm sure you can see them making it go in and out in the stock room or whatever they're doing. <laughs> so, uh, like, you know, someone, uh, I mean, I'm guessing like their managers haven't raised it or said anything, or like, I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like they haven't. It doesn't sound like it's affecting their work, apart from them going no. to the stock room to pretend to look for things. If That's, anything, it's probably raising their morale slightly. They're probably coming into work early. Yeah. They're probably working longer hours. Because, you know, the thing is, if you do end up having, you know, having an affair at work and doing a longer shift, you're going to have to do a little bit of extra work to cover for that staying late, aren't you? So it's probably, they're probably get, putting in a few extra hours and not even 
sort of charging for it. Yeah, so I guess their manager wouldn't want to bring it up because they want to have free time. This is it. I think, actually, if you want to get a productive workplace, you've got to set them all off against each other. <laughs> you've got to get them all, you know, <laughs> shagging. You want to be sprinkling that that sort of magic fairy dust like in Midsummer Night's Dream over all of your, your workers, and then they all... <laughs> sort of fall in love and uh isn't that the christmas office party yeah this is why they do it isn't it this is why they have <laughs> award ceremonies and christmas office parties it's not because they want to reward the workers because they wanted to you know you know to do each other up against a photocopier <laughs> several meals ahead of time if he's going to be working from home that's the deal. it's a real, it's a real sticking point that isn't it it's, it's so bizarre yeah why are they making him meals because um if he's working from home, the food's there. That's why I don't think that it's food. I think, and unless unless it's the la- it's the lady making it for the man, so she's trying to show what a good and attentive wife she is. So he leaves his wife. Sorry to be uh, traditional about it, guys, but maybe that's what she's doing. I'm just exploring all areas. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I think there might be something in that. Do you think she's sort of saying that this is, <laughs> you know, it's like I I am the steak. You've got burger at home. That's kind of what I was going to say. Is it all burgers? Like, is he? Is she literally giving him burgers? So he would go out for burgers. Yeah, I don't know. Not the sexiest food. Might be erotic cakes. You know the erotic cakes, cake shaped into a pair of tits. It might be something. Oh, like you that. know the erotic cakes. <laughs> you know the erotic, you know you know the erotic, erotic cake. cakes. We've all seen them. Are you thinking of fondant fancies? No, there's a, I'm sure there's a joke in The Simpsons about the erotic cake shop. Uh, anyway. <laughs> there is something a bit erotic about fondant fancies. Yeah. They're the sexiest cake, I think. Oh, come on. You got, what about eclairs? <laughs> I was thinking French, eclairs. Yeah, like well. the French, fan, French fancies over eclairs, I think. I don't know. I'd fuck an eclair. You're talking about the little sort of square ones with a little nubbin on the top. Is that the one you're talking about, Tom? <laughs> I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, you just use the word nubbin. I use the word nubbin, yeah. If I put a couple of French fancies in front of you and started rubbing each nubbin, you're telling me you're not going to be thinking, I'm in the mood for cake? I wouldn't eat any of them, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I tell you what. I've got complaints about this waiter. <laughs> <laughs> He's too damn hot. <laughs> they're kind of frilly and... St- it, they, they, I mean, like, they are literally the equivalent of, like, a French-made outfit, aren't they? That's what they are. They're like, they're frilly and fancy and... They're saucy in a retro way, which is which gets you right where it's pure, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> I sent you that postcard in confidence. <laughs> it was a postcard. You can't send a postcard in confidence. You're stuck in an envelope. My buddy Postman knows what you're up to now. I sent you that postcard. postcard. What, postcard what cake are you most attracted to? Um, the Battenberg. Because oh, hello. Kind of, oh, yeah. yeah. Hello. Now we're talking very, very 2023. Very colourful, very soft. Mm. Quite a funny-looking cake. <laughs> so yeah, that's the one. I'm, what's the funniest cake? That's the one I'm most attracted to. Battenberg's pretty close. It's got a lot of personality, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, Bamberg? it, it kind of looks like, a little yeah. bit like a like if you cut a clown in half. That's it. That's, that's what, what I they like. Look that's the sexiest one oh. for me. I was with you until Clarky just accurately described it as cutting a clown in half. <laughs> and then I, it felt quite sad again. <laughs> Someone got to inform this clown's family. <laughs> I get the feeling that if you chopped a clown in half, just like two clowns would be running around. It'd be a bit like Sorcerer's Apprentice out of Fantasia. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like uh, if you yeah. if you sliced a clown in half, I reckon 
they, they'd look down, look a bit weird, and then two legs would pop out of the torso, and a torso would pop out of the legs. Yeah, yeah. And do try that at home, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you've got a clown in your family, do do give it a go. Um, anyway, I'd stick my dick in a fondant fancy. So, <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would, Tom. And you know what? It would fit. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, you know, I will stick with the eclairs if that's all right with you. But, uh, From you one nubbin to another. You, you go for it. You, you sure you don't want a nice gem? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know what Ethan's beef is because all of this to me feels like entertainment I feel like they say they're sickened by the amateur dramatic performances and that they're unsettled by them pretending that they haven't snuck off for a snog for me I think that's all things to play with isn't it it's like you've got you've got entertainment going on in your office there's not much else to be going on with so it feels like Surely you'd welcome that and be able to play with it a little bit by asking them questions to make them lie further. That's Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'd say if you're unpleased with the uh, performances, you've got to ratchet up the pressure on them because you could start acting suspicious, then see, back them into a corner, see if they get better at it. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're ignoring the whole thing. You're turning a blind eye. Switch the eyes on. If they're being Amdram, because that, as, we, as we know, acting is reacting. If they're yes. being Amdram, you've uh, got to what? come in there with... <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I've never seen such a real performance from you in my entire life. What, what, what did you just say? <laughs> it's cool. I've never heard anything in all my ears. Go on. <laughs> You've never heard anything in all your ears. I really like that. I've never heard anything in all my ears. It's a hell of a phrase. So what we're saying, Ethan, we're saying adopt the role of a confused old man like Parry just did for you there. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on in this store cupboard? That's kind of what you want to be doing. Yeah. If they're going Amdram, you've got to give them proper full-on Victor Meldry, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Britain's, yeah. Britain's greatest actor. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. That makes it a lot of fun for you, a lot of fun. And a lot of fun for the person doing it and a lot of fun to see their reactions as well. Absolutely. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Ruth, because hearing this, it makes me slightly jealous I don't have a proper job because I love the idea of I being... I like, a bit you- on the side then. <laughs> <laughs> Listen... Every day I go round the back of a patisserie Valerie, <laughs> pop a fondant fancy out there, and I, I've, I, you know, I let out my frustrations on that, and I go home very happy. Um, no, no, it makes me jealous I don't have a proper job because you're getting, like, this is the thing that people, they watch Love Island for this kind of caper. You're getting this, you're getting a live show of this every single day that you get to, you know, like, sh- you've got you've to take a bit of enjoyment. You've got to find the fun in it. You've got to take a bit of enjoyment in it. You're, you know, people are being saucy just through a partition wall. You've got to, you've got to enjoy yeah. that. Lean into it. Lean against that partition wall. Get up against it with a glass. Yeah, with a glass. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it makes work exciting. It gives you all something to talk about. I've worked at many places where 
there's people going into someone's office and whispering. I love going past. So I remember a, a couple of people at my work. The guy was like sitting at a desk and the girl was like kneeling down, kneeling down, just whispering to him. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I'm sure they're having an affair. And then every time I'd see her go in his office, I'd think, oh, you know, it just gives you a bit of. It gives you a little bit of buzz. Yeah. A bit Absolute of a sound. Did you ever find and out also, what they were really up to? I think I think they were um, having an affair because we went on a work night out and he was saying uh, he had a girlfriend and he was like, oh, I've been in, she had a fiance, and he was like, I've been in, I heard him saying to another guy, oh God, you don't know what it's like to be in love with someone your whole life, or like a whole, your whole like working life here, <laughs> just sitting across from you. And I was like, I mean, oh. you weren't talking about me, that's for goddamn sure. You appear with a rose between your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and, and like, I thought, oh, this is absolutely fantastic! Like, yeah, love it so much. And it's good when it's like you're you can you can judge someone else. Like that's great. You can just judge them, and it's it's brilliant and it's fun mm. and it's a laugh. And you're with impunity. You're doing nothing wrong. They're doing wrong stuff right in front of you. Enjoy, like guys. If you're called in at the end of year review and it's like, look, you're tar- you're missing your targets. Your sales are down. You could be like, but I'm not yeah. shagging in the store cupboard, yeah. am I? Maybe I'd hit my targets if there wasn't jizz everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you got that. <laughs> You've got that in your back pocket, right? <laughs> oh, my pens are sliding off the desk. <laughs> <laughs> They're either sliding off or sticking to, depending on how long the pens have been there. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is, this is right. Yeah. I think you are, you know what? Obviously, sometimes we give a piece of advice... We get a piece of advice that is so good, it almost renders our entire podcast redundant. But just have fun with it, Ruth. This is it, isn't it? Yeah. Just have a bit of fun with it. They, they, don't know, it. Yeah, they don't know what they've got. You don't know what you've got. You know, people, people go to Amsterdam and pay bored strangers to do this sort of stuff in front of them. You're getting it for freezies. <laughs> You're getting paid? You're getting, You're getting paid, paid to be there? You're what are they doing? To be there? While they're humping, paid while they're humping on an office chair, spinning around the place. Oh, boy. Enjoy. Once they know you know, it's going to be boring as shit. Exactly. Yeah. And, if, and if they get told off for doing it, you're going to regret it. If, if you anything, the moment. yeah, if anything, you've got to start working for them. You've got to help. You've got to become part of the lie. You've got to say, oh, those meals that you keep giving me. Oh, thank you for those. And it's like, and then you slip them to him and it's like, near bother. And it's like, I, I don't know what you think, Scott. But it's like, you've got to embroil yourself in this. Yeah. Tom, get- are you doing multiple characters for this? <laughs> <laughs> near bother. Oh, I've just inflated a, an airbed in the stockroom for, for no yeah, reason exactly. at all. Anyway, you, you've oh, got to I'm really tired. I'm just going to go and uh, sit in my office chair for half an hour exactly. Next time someone nearly rumbles them, you step up and cover for them and be like oh the house key thank you for getting that going and then give it to him and then it's like little nod and a wink and then suddenly oh that's my deal going up again <laughs> suddenly you're booking airbnbs for him at the weekend and stuff like that you're you're a fixer you're a mover and a shaker your life's never gonna be more exciting yeah. love it yeah. 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 next sure. thing you know they're letting you watch you're getting paid and then you're just absolutely having it in the stock yeah what a life 
What a life. You're sat in the corner on a pile of uh, on a pile of uh, boxes. You've got a couple of fondant fancies on the go. Oh, this is the dream. This is you just get. Absolutely loving life. You've got a dealer up your A. You've got a fondant fancy in your go. You're having a great time of it. A couple of fondant fancies on your chest. You're fucking the holes in a ring binder. Nubbins all over the shop. Nubbins as far as the eye can see. Nothing but nubbins. You've got to get involved, man. That's the advice. Yeah, this is not a beef. This is not a beef. What's the opposite of a beef? This is, chicken. you know, this is a chicken. <laughs> this is a chicken. And it's ripe for plucking. Beef solved. Brother, sorting out your beef. beef solved. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ruth, do you want to do yours now? I will tell you now. It's from, it's from a similarly named, an identically named person, but not the same person. Right. Right. Okay. Dear Pappies and Guest, that's me. I have a beef that you might be able to solve. My now wife and I are recently married and we couldn't be happier, apart from her forbidding me to ever call her my wife in the Borat voice, whether she can hear me or not. Please help me make her see sense. Cheers, everyone. Bye, Ethan. Now, I didn't attempt to do the voice. Can you guys each do your best my wife or? Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. My wife. It's good. That's very good. It is good. Yeah. My wife. Very good. That's a good. That's a good one from Clarky. My yeah. wife. <laughs> He's back on the Scottish voice. Let you both my wife. Yeah, bother with me, wife. <laughs> so there we have it. Go so. on, Ruth. Get going. We, we, we've 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 laid ourselves on the line for you now. You've got to give us. Yeah. You've got to give. You've got to give us your my wife. Okay. My wife. No, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, though. <laughs> it's like he was in the room. My wife. That's what I'd do. It's yeah, good. Not bad, good. Not yeah. It is I know, fun I, got, to I, know do. I couldn't do it. Just, this is the thing it's fun to do, and it's fun for the listener again. Not, not, really, not really getting... She, well, she, she, she says she, she, she's, she's, he's not allowed to call it her, whether she can hear him or not. Yeah, That's how but, offensive it is to her. No, but his, I think what's crucial to this is the part of the tension of doing things like this is my way is that if your wife green lights that and encourages that then all the beauty of doing it is lost that like the joy of doing that is it's gonna piss her off and you're that that's the tension of that if you're married someone and you go this is my wife. And they go, <laughs> you're so funny. Then you've probably married the wrong person. Well, you probably married Isla Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you've probably married the wrong person. Because yeah, that's true. what you want is to marry someone who's going to hit you and go, don't be a dickhead with that. Because then that, that's, that's the tension of that kind of shit. 
you know, yeah. it's a bad joke, yeah. and you want to be able to, <laughs> you know, piss someone off with bad jokes. Yeah, so, I'm still laughing about it. I think, thinking about <laughs> it, it's still funny to me. But yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, I would say either. I think you've got to step up. You got to do it more. <laughs> you got to step up. Step up to the streets. Start doing Ali G as well. The thing, oh, Ali G is a good one. Double, as well. yeah. Double do down. your booyaka shot. Yeah. Start calling her yeah. you, Julie. Yeah, <laughs> me, Julie. <laughs> I like you, Julie. You, <laughs> Julie. Nay, nay, bother with you, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing about it, like, let's just sort of let's for a second, because I'm I'm with you, Tom. But just to play a bit of devil's advocate, mm. you know, one of the things that sometimes happens in a marriage is. Uh, you, you you know, a, a couple gets married and you discover something about that person that you didn't know prior to the marriage. And this is one of those things that it was impossible for her to discover before they got married because he had no reason to say the phrase, my wife. He didn't have yeah. a wife. So yeah. she, she's, getting, she's getting something here that she didn't marry into, right? It, yeah. all that, that, said, that said, even as I'm saying that, I think... It can't be the only twatty thing he does, right? <laughs> yeah, if you're a my wifer, you, there's that's got to come with a, a laundry list. Absolutely. He's I mean, how wifer. often is he asking her to get in his belly? You know. <laughs> <laughs> no bother, by the way. <laughs> no bother for you to get in my belly, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> as somebody who likes to obviously uh sing around the house do you ever do are there any other catch do you have any catchphrases you're a catchphrase fan uh do i do oh like sort of uh lovely jubbly and things like that yeah. from uh, yeah, yeah. yeah i don't believe it I do that quite a lot i oh, used to I do that. yeah i used to do impressions of leonard rossiter around the house which one of my exes would just hate so i used to do oh, it I'm constantly putting the sort of putting your hand very high on your hip yeah. and I used to yeah, be yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> he hated it. He's, he's oh, engaged now. He's engaged. Um, I've put so, him during yeah. sex. <laughs> Can you stop doing your during sex, please? <laughs> if anything, that would be that would get me right where it's pure. <laughs> well, that, that My damp is did. rising. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I saved my um, my uh, French police officer from a lower low for sex. Oh, that's, wow. uh, you know, but the not yeah. French police officer. The, yeah. well, you know, the you French know, you about French fancies. That'd be right. <laughs> Absolutely. Good morning. Yeah, exactly. Good morning, I mean, Glory. That's where you know it's good yeah, sex yeah. if you hear good moaning. <laughs> Honestly, this pappies, you are like magic. You are the way that you just take a joke and just go. And it just it just works. It just works, guys. Honestly. Oh, thanks very much. The reviews are in. Yeah, yeah, it does. We'll, we'll accept that. Can you be on uh, every yeah. time? I'd love to. I'd love to. In fact, we, normally by this point, click... I guess, to start checking their phone. I know. That's all. Well, I, I can't because I'm recording us. But no, 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 I'm loving every second. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, good moaning. That's brilliant. I, uh, my, I'm, 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 I'm in awe. I've you're like a live hype man. Yeah, I've just taken a step out of the podcast just to say, guys, what you're doing is great. How many Patreons do you have? How many, you know, how many subscribers? You should have more. You should yeah. be on telly. I keep saying this. You should be on telly, etc., right. etc. 
Thanks, Mark. Well, we were on telly, and telly decided we should be on podcasting. <laughs> telly was very different back when Bad Ults was on. It was oh, different, different times. Time. They wouldn't, you know, you know, you know, like you'll often get older comedians going. They wouldn't make that nowadays, and that is <laughs> that's true of Bad Ults because they uh, they didn't want to make it back then. <laughs> you wouldn't make that then a days. You wouldn't make that for a third series. Um, but yeah, the. But I, I love that. I think that's. I, I think you know what, um, Ethan. What your wife, your wife needs to get is a few of her own catchphrases and throw them in. Like for example, uh, my wife, my wife loves to do. Um, like she loves to call me Rodders. You know, from uh, from Only Fools and Horses. She's never seen an episode of Only Fools and Horses. She doesn't really know. <laughs> So, like, if I'm parking the car, she'll be like, easy, Rodders, steady, Rodders. Like, almost more to put me off than to help me. But uh, it it always makes me laugh. I think it's brilliant. Especially because I know that she's never seen what episode. She doesn't know who any of the characters. When I said who are the other characters in it, she doesn't know any of the other characters in it. She's never watched it. Um, But she likes likes going for Rodders as well. I think this is what your wife needs. I think your wife needs to get a bit of garlic bread in her life. (laughs) Also, you just married. I mean, I... I'd say at least you you should have a like a literal honeymoon period. You should you should be allowed six months of it. Yeah. Also, it's, it, it it when it's the when it becomes the forbidden fruit, then then you want it even more. Are you talking about the last beef? <laughs> we covered this in the last beef. If she put up with it for a week, you'd get bored of saying it. No doubt. Would do, do you ever get bored of saying it? Actually, I don't know. No ways. Stuff, I mean, it's, it? it's really. I mean, it's as she's in the film, stuff. it's very funny. <laughs> It is yeah. good. Yeah, it is good stuff. It's a funny character. It's a funny character. Um, can I hear? By the way, I know you said you do a, a, a Victor Meldrew. Can I hear your? Uh, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. I just say it like that, <laughs> and I go, "I love doing that." I say, "Oh, do you want to wear my Robert De Niro?" And they go, "Yeah." And I went, "Are you talking to me?" <laughs> and, oh, I have to go, did, did you say something? <laughs> No, just catch him out. I don't like to be too root one. Don't like to be too obvious. No, you don't want to go too Bobby Davro on it, do you? You want to? <laughs> I don't really know. Oh my god, that was Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. That was an absolute classic. On your wedding day. Do you, Ruth Huskinson, take blah blah to be your lawful wedded husband? Oh, I don't really know. Perfect. All the classics. The, yeah, exactly. And now pronounce you man and wife. I'll tell you what needs to happen here you talking about uh, when it becomes the forbidden fruit what happens is Sasha Baron Cohen needs to get cancelled badly so no one ever wants to use his catchphrases again in the way that what is he already cancelled no 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 are you saying that is that the answer to the beef go out and cancel Sasha Baron Cohen. Try and find a way. I'm saying it's one approach for him mm, to stop saying yeah. it, you know, because yeah, obviously yeah. he can't. I'm just saying it's one approach. Yeah. He needs to get cancelled in the way that, you know, we don't listen to certain songs that I might have been singing before. Uh, we, we don't listen <laughs> oh, to that yeah. artist anymore. Yeah, I won't. Are you about to confess? Name. I won't name him. But yeah, so maybe we need to, or he or she needs to orchestrate some sort of cancellation of Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, but just she just hasn't written it. She's not written. That's it. She's probably not even listening uh, to it. I could, I could, I can guarantee oh. she's not listening to this. If she <laughs> yes, finds someone true, doing, sorry. 
if she, if she finds someone doing a my wife impersonation not particularly funny she's gonna yeah. hate this <laughs> i'll tell you what just one. just cut all that oh it's low, it's low. <laughs> what <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it's a tricky one to. I mean, I think the problem is it's a tricky one to solve because Ethan, we're on your side, man. Yeah, I think you just, I think you just go for it. And you know what? There is a sort of you know, there's a certain amount of like you do it long enough, it stops being funny and it starts being funny again. You're like, so just play the long game. Yeah, I will say this: my wife's phone number's in. Sorry, sorry, who's who's sorry, on, who's come it? on, mate? <laughs> sorry, come on, mate. my wife's phone number. Yeah. Is in my phone as wife, and <laughs> how are you spelling that with like a bunch of eyes? No, just... no, it's just wife, W I F E, but in oh, capitals. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because the novelty of having a wife and being able to say that's my wife calling is genuinely a thrill. But after uh, after six months, because now it's habit for me to see it and see wife, but it's not great that you go like it's not. I, I think somebody. <laughs> Or if someone else clocked someone it. and they saw yeah. it and they were like, "Oh, that's that's your wife's <laughs> number, is it?" And it's like, I don't know. I, we were having sex at the time, but like you know, that's like, <laughs> 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 um, but like there's something about being like, "Oh yeah, she's in as wife. That's the wife." And it feels now it feels less. Whereas at the time it felt endearing and funny and, and excitable because it's like, oh my God, I've got a wife and it's amazing yeah. to call her wife. And now I feel slightly, I don't feel back foot about it, but so I definitely have had a couple of people be like that about it. Mm, maybe change it to ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel, Tom, about yes. adding, I've got two solutions to that. You can maintain it as wife. You can add two things. You can either add, and I don't think you'll go for this, but I'm going to suggest it anyway. A Y at the end. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Not You're not me. going for that. What about this then? The the love heart, it's what, smiling so you want face to say wife, Why? Question. Yeah, wife. Why? Question mark. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people ask her that actually. Why is she calling? Yeah. Um, no, or or um, the little love heart, uh, smiley face emojis on either side. So then people see wife, but they see wife. You know, they see it as like a like a, a, a cutesy thing. What do you think about that? Are you, ha- are you happy with that, or are you just going to keep it as wife? I mean, I, I'm not. I don't know if the emoji thing. I don't think she'd be happy about that, right? And I think rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've really hit onto something that's. This has become deeper than I realised. Um, I'm not going to pursue it any further because it's not that kind of podcast. But if you want to have a chat about it, man. What, we'll my wife doesn't drink. like emojis. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I definitely. <laughs> I could go on for a while. It's such a shorthand way to communicate. What's wrong with them? No, so your wife, just no. got, you won't accept an emoji? No, not, not a is, fan. This is unbelievable. Well, now you know. It's funny, it's funny with emojis, though, because I think I, I hated, like, my gut reaction when they first came around was to hate them. Well, it was angry face, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> as i say it just works guys it just works. It's so witty so clever gorgeous handsome healthy boys what can i say and then i started using them ironically and now i'd really struggle oh, yeah. to stop using them because i think they're, they're great actually we've I gone back to hieroglyphics yeah we're, and we're better for it <laughs> 
I think they're brilliant. Just the, you know, the, the amount of times I send the just the melting face or the salute. Oh, mate, I don't have so it. Good. You ain't got the melting face. My, my iPhone stopped updating. Tell your face. That... <laughs> 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 I, I live in it. I live in it instead. My iPhone stopped updating when that update came around. And so I, I forever just have a, a little box with a question mark in the middle of it. This sounds like two people who need to get themselves to the Genius Bar. You've got to get new iPhones, guys. You just send people a game of Snake, don't you? if the snake's curled upwards smile then you're happy (laughs) right come on let's get out of this beef for god's sake for the love of god i I feel like i I feel like we've done it i feel like we've done it ethan you're in the right just keep at it and we will see you (laughs) 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 guys are you excited about a world first? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Oh my Absolutely. god! Absolutely, I never Absolutely. thought I'd see the day. You're seeing it, guys. You're seeing it first and last. Um, I can only imagine. Yeah, I've, I've got, I've got. Uh, so, Ruth, we set up a hotline. Right. I know. I listened to the to the David Earl podcast. Yes, and, and I've been absolutely, no. I've been I've been roundly criticised for this hotline. But uh, you know what? I think this is go- I think this is going to work, right? I'm going to share I'm going to share sound with you now, right? Here we go. So, guys, this is the first ever, possibly the last ever, but the first ever. <laughs> right here we go. This is the first ever hotline beef. And this is a bottle lid beef from Adam. Hello, puppies, lads, and guest. I'm calling to lay my beef at your wise and wizened feet. My wife opens containers and then, rather than screwing the lid back onto the container in a secure fashion, she daintily places the lid on top, such that any unsuspecting person would think that the container is shut tight. Jars, bottles, you name it, she's done it all. This has the obvious outcome that the contents occasionally spill on me, the floor, soft furnishings, children, etc. The worst has probably got to be a baby bottle with day-old milk in it during the summer. Help me, beef brothers, please. Cheers, everyone. Bye, Adam. P.S. No, I will not talk to her about this like an adult. Yeah, fair enough. There right. we go. Come hey. on, there we go. Yeah, I just I, I owe you a massive apology, Matthew, because that was fucking cool. That was great. Wasn't that cool, right? That was, that was really fucking, great. That, that was fucking oh. cool. Right? You know what? I can I tell you now. I've got I've got to talk to you before we we solve Adam's beef. I've got to talk to you about the the calls we've been getting. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we had it. We had somebody call up, and I'm genuinely worried. Someone oh, no. call up at two in the morning saying, "I'm getting this weird." pins and needles in my arm no and I, I don't want to go to the doctor about it so I thought I'd call you instead <laughs> you had a stroke beef solved and then three minutes later called up and left the same message again but as if they hadn't left it the first time no oh my god yeah so if you are that person we cannot help you this is not the, the, the pins and needles thing oh, wait, you, say wait, been, you say it's been going on Matthew. for months go, oh, to, a, on go to a doctor let a doctor sort that out for you well, that is not what this is for that is that's but, this is the risk yeah. you take when you call something a hotline i think mm. <laughs> this is the problem mm. yeah but listen that What's was the great. number again that's, is it 999 
<laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's the problem. Like, I should never have... Eight, nine, nine, nine. Is that when it all went down we, a couple of weeks ago? We took a risk. We, took a we risk. really are the seventh emergency <laughs> service. Um, yeah, it's 0208 123 3272. That's the number for the... Right, you can call. Number. And you know what? This is, what, what? It doesn't have to be catchy. You just have to... Look, we'll, we'll come up with a jingle for it, I'm sure, at some point. All I'm saying is, right, that Adam was perfect there because it was it was short, it was to the point, he said his name in it, it wasn't about an ailment look, he's got. Listen, dear, if you don't watch the videos when these go out, because you can get them in video form. Because no, we had this kind of... Tom, you can't a, get them in video form. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does this not go out in video form? No. It it's a podcast, Tom. <laughs> Why have I put my shirt on? <laughs> Why are we all in tuxedos? Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. I but yes, anyway, for, for, this. <laughs> for, people who, for people who can't see the video that no one else can see, go on, Tom. Crosby had a look of a... There was a fulfilment, the look in your eyes. As it was coming together, the people listening to it, playing out, as yeah. about to respond to this man. I imagine it, it was the look that Michelangelo gave when he glanced up to his ceiling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's this, like this. This is one my just like a ceiling at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And thought, I wish that was as good as uh, the one I've just worked on for fucking years. <laughs> but I can't be arsed painting it now. It's a busman's holiday, isn't it? I'm not going to paint my his, own. Fuck me. If you went to Michelangelo's flat, you'd be like, oh, I bet his ceilings are amazing. You go up, you're like, oh, just brilliant white, just like everybody else has got. Yeah. Oh, come on, it's like, not not even that brilliant white. Sartex. Sartex. <laughs> yeah uh, and that I just think fair play I yeah, think well a ye, ye of little hotline oh, yeah. ye of little hotline, little hotline. Exactly. Line. thank you thank there you Ruth thank you um, so I know it's been a little bit of distance between hearing it and uh, and solving it but can we all remember what it was no Something about Michelangelo, I think. That's the problem. Yeah, so, so Adam has a problem that uh, his, yes, the his, his partner... Yeah. And the reason this especially resonates is because this is something that my wife and I have talked about. She's right. got the same thing. She's a, she's a big fan of the place on top. I don't understand Mad. how it... How is it oh. easy to do that and not give it yeah, a little twist? That's, yeah, that's tough. That's Ruth, really tough stuff. You live on your own, obviously. Are you a uh, are you a screwer on or are you a lever on top? Ooh, probably a bit of both. But having been someone who's I'm very clumsy, so having been someone who's been stung in the past by a lever on top, I probably will always screw now. I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah, spilling things. Yeah. Here's the thing as well. I feel like why is Adam? Uh, maybe because his partner just knows her system she knows the system she goes well I've left that on top I'm not going to pick it up and shake it I'm just you know I'm just going to pick it up check the lid put my finger over the top of it and shake it she's probably just been so long so long a lever on top that she doesn't even understand the brain of a screwer on she just doesn't think yeah. about it and so that's the reason why she's never getting coated in Ribena you know that's the reason she's never getting a load of old um, baby milk all over her no, that's the reason has to get screwed on in the end right the lever's on Leavers yeah. on can't live their life leaving on, right? I, I, I think if, you know, th like the milk, for example, 
there is an argument to say, why does it ever need to be screwed on? You're taking it off, you're pouring it, you're putting the lid back on, you're putting it in the fridge. You're taking it off, you're pouring it, you're, you, you know, why do you ever need to screw it back on? You're not transporting it anywhere. It's Doesn't standing it keep up. the in, milk fresh? Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure. I mean, I'm. I, you're speaking to it. <laughs> you're speaking to a screwer on, Tom. You're leaning on an open door here, man. But in the in no, the, the mind closed. of we'd have closed that door. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Those, those yeah. psychopaths would come along and leave it open. In the mind of a restaurant top, you know, these aren't considerations. Have you eaten at restaurant top? By the way, it's really delicious. Mm. <laughs> it's in the shard, it's in isn't the it? Shard, yeah. <laughs> it just works. <laughs> I honestly can't get my head around this. I, I don't think I've ever been around the restaurant topper. I can it's only hear restaurant top. Little face with the brains flying out the top of it for you, hasn't it? <laughs> it really has, Tom. <laughs> Really has. I don't think I'll get hearts in my eyes ever again. (laughs) (laughs) The first man to ever podcast entirely by emojis. (laughs) I tell you what, guys, if you could see the video right now, you'd love it. But uh, (laughs) you've got, guys, you've got to get the video of this. You've got to get the video of this. Got to make the video of this. (laughs) You've got to sign up to the Patreon tier that offers you the video that does exist, right, guys? That's well, the, yeah, I mean, there is a Patreon tier where you get the video of but something anyway, else. That's something else, but yeah. Predator 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird tier, but basically, if you it's our most successful six, tier. Six pounds a month, we'll send you a copy of Predator 2 on VHS. Oh. <laughs> Ruth, what is your suggestion? What's How are we going to solve this beef from Adam here? What are we going to do? I'm guessing that she leaves she leaves it loose. In my, as, as a previous, as a reformed lever on top her, I think she's doing it because she's going, I'm just going to come back to that. I know I'm going to need to you get the thing out again. I know, I know I'm going to come back to it. So she's not really thinking of her husband or partner, husband. Uh, so what, how can he solve this? He, he needs to let her learn from the mistake. He needs to let her spill it all over herself or spill ah. it on the floor, he, like in the ways that I've learned. So he needs to, when she's used, like maybe fill it to the brim and put it back on top. Do you know what I mean? He, if he's going around screwing things on top and sealing things, that's not helpful. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Fire with fire. You're yeah. saying embrace the chaos. Let it, let it descend. Leave everything on top. I'm saying give her a bit of a taste of the old leaving on top. That's what mm. I'm saying. Give her a bit of taste of her own, of her own uh, sour milk and let her, you know, and yeah, he might have to live in chaos for a bit, but oh, goodness me, it'll pay dividends in the end. <laughs> <laughs> what? Isn't That's there a situation, a though? Reply. It's, a, it's beautiful. <laughs> it sounds like you should be on this morning or something. I was just, I was running out of things to say. I thought I'd better wrap this up. <laughs> You've got something in your ear going, in a second, we've got to go to the weather. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in five, four, three, perfect. Um, yeah, uh, but the, I'll the tell you problem what, with that. would be a great weather man with his use of emojis, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it really is going to be turd all over the north. Um, <laughs> but happy. A, smi- a smiling, t- a smiling turd all over Exmouth. Do you think when emojis came in, weathermen were like, "Yeah, we've been doing this for years." That's how it's kind of how weather people have been communicating for decades. Do you think that that's kind of the appeal? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, 
the, the emoji didn't invent the picture. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's an E for disgust. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. I mean, if I know weathermen like I know weathermen, they get annoyed at the slightest thing. <laughs> Honestly, they absolutely do. The slightest provocation, you know... I, you know, I, I bet if you lived next door to a weatherman, you and they and they um, and you said, "Oh, nice day today" to them, they'd be like, "Sorry, what? Do you want my fucking job or something?" Yeah, you wouldn't be able to talk to him about it, would you? You wouldn't be able to say yeah. to a weatherman, yeah. "John Fish kicks you right in the dick." Who's John Fish? John Fish, Michael Fish. Oh, Michael Fish. Sorry, yeah. I, thought... I was thinking was John Wick. John Fish is the neighbour on the other side. He, they don't like you either. You got to wear the man on this side, and on that side, there's a guy called John sure. Fish, and he kicks you in the dick every single morning. Your life's awful, actually. You yeah, should it's, it's bad. <laughs> who was this? Who was the serial killer? It was called Fish. Albert was it Albert Fish. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I think I had a I think I had a, a confluence of, of Albert Fish and John Wick, and I was like, why are they kicking you in the dick? Albert Fish, John Wick, going on a killing spree because someone used the emojis. <laughs> Was there one called John Ketley? Was it John Ketley? John Ketley was a weatherman. Yeah, Ketley yeah. Is a weatherman, there we go. The Tribe of Toffs. What a great! I had that on. I had that on a seven-inch single. Loved oh, it. Great, yeah. Really loved it. And so um, is John Fish. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are the problem, Ruth? To get back to your beautifully put forward point, is that if he leaves on top, right, and she chucks milk everywhere because she thinks well he doesn't really leave on top I can pick this milk up and you know wang it all over the place that's his fault it's not her fault she's not learning the lesson she is she's she's saying to him why did you leave it on top you can't then go you always leave it on top because she could then go mm. well I, but I did in this instance I didn't you did and we're not talking about me we're talking about you you did it wrong so I wonder if there is I wonder if that is the you know oh, are you not creating twice the problem do you think for want of a better word He's a he's a hard screwer. Do you know what I mean? Do you know there's some people they screw things yeah. on just too much. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a different kind of issue. And you think that maybe she's so exhausted by the time she's taken the lid off anything, she's like, I'm just gonna rest that there. Yeah. For the for the time being. Because <laughs> 'cause I'm not going through that again. Yeah. I'm not Jeff Capes. I can't be, <laughs> you know. I'm not the I'm not the world's strongest man. I can't be every time I want to just go and make myself a bit of cereal, trying to unscrew the lid off the milk. I can't be having that. Yeah, maybe he, Adam, get back in touch. Are you a hard screwer? <laughs> you, you know the hotline get number. To call the hotline. Yeah, you know that. I've got, I don't mind if it's a different problem from Adam each week. Oh two oh eight one two three three two seven two. Adam, get back. It's the Adam line now. Get back in touch, Adam. <laughs> Harry, what are your thoughts? I'm struggling with this one. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking get those jars that have the metal on them. Uh, everything goes in one. And Kill then the you, jars. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the whole house, everything goes straight into those jars. And then you can see in those jars whether it's up or down. And you're not going to get this picking it up and it flying off. So you decant... You decant yeah. everything. Ugh. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know. it's, it's, I know. More, I know, you know. it's more work. I know. I know. Do you know I know? Yeah, that's it. It's one of those. 
It's like, don't, don't want it is the, I don't want it. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it is, it's an answer. It's a, it's, it's a worthwhile answer. Yeah. But Jeepers Creepers, have we come to this? Kilners? What, what about don't touch any- I think we've come any, to Kilners. Don't touch any liquids. Just only, only drink tap water and only get it out the tap in a, in a cup, the amount you want to use. And just, and just leave all other liquids to your partner. Everything else can be dealt with by them. <laughs> just go look. I'm doing. I'm, I'm going on. A, I'm going on a liquid strike. I'm not going to die because I'm obviously still consuming water. But I'm not using anything else. That's it. I'm not opening anything else in the house. I'm only going to. I'm only going to drink water from the tap and eat food I've grown in the garden. <laughs> I've been and I'm going to. And I'm going to live. And I'm going to live in the garden in a bivouac that I've made for myself. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to okay. live like. Yeah. I think you've got to at least like give an, an a try man. first before you get. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, well, think, I, think, go, I think Crosby's got it here. <laughs> before <laughs> you go full eight man and live in the back you, garden, you've got to go to bivouac first. Adam was the first man. He lived in a garden, right? Adam. Adam lived in a garden. The first Adam lived in a garden. This Adam has got to do the same thing. Take off all your clothes, Adam, and go and live in the back garden and eat only uh, but I t- let me tell you now adam do not eat from the tree of knowledge do not eat from that tree yeah keep everything listening else, to our podcast everything <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're not available on apple <laughs> oh beef solved <laughs> ruth thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's been a total pleasure having you on it was a dream come true has it been everything you hoped it would be yes it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Where can people find you? Yeah, where's where? Where do you live? <laughs> uh, they can find me on Twitter. Dank underscore Ackroyd is my handle, but my name on there is Ruth Husco. Bit confusing, but um, that's just the way it is. Can't hey, change it now. That's, hey. that's how we do it. Confusing titles. Yeah. And and um, on Instagram, Ruth underscore Husco and Threads, the new Threads Whoa. that have been. Yeah, oh, right. Threads, a great I'm Threads. Threads. I'm the most famous person on Threads, baby. <laughs> so you want to get on it before I give up on it and just you know think, oh Christ, it's another thing I've got to keep updating. Um, so yeah, and I'm sure I'll be on the telly soon enough as well. Sure, of course you will. Of course you will. Stick with us, and uh, you won't be. But uh, I'm sure if you if you make other friends, Fly then the yeah, nest. definitely. Um, I just want to say I love Pappy so much, and if you get the opportunity to see them live, you should because it'll be the best evening you've had of your life ever since you saw Borat. Let's <laughs> go, you're a legend. Oh, thanks so yeah. much. Cheers, Ruth. It's been a pleasure having you on. Pleasure. There you go. Nice. Oh boy. What a lovely really episode. Good. Total A treat. lovely episode, yeah. And Although I do feel like we didn't solve many beefs. I feel like we agreed with a lot of them and then and then closed them. <laughs> you know what? There, there was a lot of like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right there. Yeah. Beef closed. <laughs> I think there's something to be said for can't we all just get along, you know? Once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Once absolutely. in a while. But the hotline, right. crossbow, fair play, works treat. Happy to yeah. do it. Yeah. Really happy to I do mean, it. Let's, I, I was, I was ready. I was ready to absolutely rip it to shreds. Of course, and but, quite right too. But I mean, oh, as you did with all those out. business cards we had printed <laughs> with the hotline number on. <laughs> we didn't get them up in any phone boxes. <laughs> so another message from the hotline. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to hear this and uh, and enjoy it. Here we go. 
Hello, puppies. I have got a beef and my beef is with you because I think you're missing a trick with this hotline. Um, I know jingles are a bit controversial on the podcast now, but I still remember the theme tune to the Answer Me This phone line, even after a long, long time. So to put it another way, if you want listeners to ring, have a I'm sure someone else can do a better job of the actual jingle, but you get the gist. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Wow. I love that. What a nice thing to get. That's Somebody really playing cool. playing a, a little um, <laughs> playing a little sound of music inspired uh, jingle. So yeah, the number is oh two oh eight one two three three two seven two. If you would like to record us a jingle reminding people of that number. We'll absolutely play it at the end of the episode. We'd love we'd love to to hear some jingles from you guys. Um, we'd love that. Oh two oh eight one two three three two seven two. I don't know who that person is because they didn't leave a name. But whoever you are, thank you so much. I adored love getting that. that message. Yeah. Um, and you know what? You only oh, you ha- adore you- getting any message, don't you? <laughs> any message on the hotline. Any message on the hotline, I adore getting it. No, you only you only go and, and and strengthen the power of the hotline. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So o two o eight one two three three two seven two. Get in touch. Don't forget the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share, where you can hear an extra bonus beef recorded with Roof uh, that is not in this uh, episode. And uh, yeah, I think that's everything else. Twitter, all that kind of stuff. We're, we're there. Today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham Corsham Team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.